Spoiler alert. Please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy because spoiler. Because you demanded it. You you demanded it. Yes. Jackie wanted it. It's here. It's happening. I saw it anyway. We might as well talk about <laughs> yes, it. Yes, exactly. Right? It's not like you were going to wait. We all knew we were no. going to see it. Right. So, that so. Was, none of us were like shocked that yep. anyone was going to see this. Right. We knew this was happening after we, when the credits rolled on the first one, we all knew we were going to see the next right, one. Right, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. For, all right, everybody. This wasn't the Punisher. No. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, you're like, I wonder. Um, I wonder first if I of all, get to a daredevil. Yeah. I'm Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And our guest is uh, the one and only Jackie Cation from Jackie Dork Cation Forest. Jackie from the Dork Forest. And from the Jackie and Laurie show. And from the Jackie and Laurie show. Two live episodes recorded this last weekend. Both of them had. Uh, exciting live episode glitches where I was the author of both of those issues and uh, but kind of salvaged whatever. Where'd you do the live shows? Uh, Portland at Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Oh, nice. And yeah, so Jackie and Lori was great, but uh, I, the audio guy didn't notice that the Zoom he had plugged it into the to the board and everything, and um, he uh, either I pressed it or he did. Let there be no blame, but uh, let me just say that. Uh, the show didn't get recorded through the board. It got recorded through the two top things on the top of the Zoom. Well, at least you got something. We got something. So, mm-hmm. and, and anybody who complains about it, allow me to tell you to fuck off because it's free content. <laughs> so, uh, I'm we, so sad oh, that you're sorry. We've had a, we've had a far worse. Yeah, we've had a far worse experience <laughs> where uh, we were recording on a Zoom. It fell and the input switched without us knowing it. And we recorded an entire episode of silence. Oh, exciting and, and new. Yeah, yes. the Dork Forest never got pressed record. But luckily, the sound guy, for some reason, had it on backup on his computer and then gave it to me on a USB stick that I then immediately lost. <laughs> so he has sent me that a compressed fantastic. A lot of drama. A lot yeah. of podcasting drama for something that uh, shouldn't have this much drama. But so. you know what has a lot of drama? Guardians of the Galaxy. It does. Too. Now, you had to have loved it. All right, hold right. on, hold on, hold on. Yep. In case we have any new listeners, because we're picking up some new listeners. Every this, day. This is a spoiler app. We are going to talk about everything in the movie, including the ending. Which will probably be first we'll talk about. We're going to talk about everything. Mm-hmm. So if you have not seen this movie and you just fumbled across this, you tripped mm-hmm. and fell and happened to have it download to your phone. Huge reveal as to how Drax can be defeated in battle. Yes. That's what we know now. Yes. A lot of stuff. A mm-hmm. lot of stuff. So... Why does Groot hate hats? Now we know. Now we now know. Now we know. <laughs> Come on. So hit the pause button, go to your local Cineplex and see this movie, and then join us right now. Really, really fun film. Like we were talking about on the regular episode, uh, just, you know, the first one was lightning in a bottle, but it just, this one was also really fun. Uh, didn't like it quite as much as the first, but didn't matter. Still had a huge fun time at the uh, at the movies. I-, I loved it just as much as the first, my yeah. own, because- you know, as I was said on the regular episode, you can't, mm-hmm. um, you can't recreate the first time. No. So you, so you shouldn't no. judge the second one as a result of that. Yeah, that's that would be that would be hard. It's, but uh, but what did you think for this compared to the first one? Well, first of all, it was I liked the only as I think has been established. The only problem I had with the first one was the weird non-literal comment of Drax 
when uh, Gamora was in the prison. Um, because I, I just watched it again. Because mm-hmm. you got to, what, what if I was going to miss something? What yeah, if there was I, a, yeah, a, yeah. I watched it again. A couple you got to set ago. it up. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, when when she goes into the when she goes into the prison prison with them, I have always established. I, I've always been of the opinion that it should have been she should have been like Rorschach in. Um, Watchmen. Oh, right. Watchmen. In right. Watchmen, where, you know, she, she was a little, she, she was strong, but she wasn't, it wasn't like, you people are in here with me. Yeah. I'm not in here with you. You're mm-hmm. all dead. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, because she's raised by Thanos. And, uh, but I thought this thing, this thing was great. It was, it was comic booky in every way. Right. right. Like it was mm-hmm. like unabashedly violent. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't Deadpool violent, but it was violent. And then it was, um, and then it was super funny and quippy. It was, and then it was also emotionally like tearjerker galore without apology. It was really apology. colorful too. Like it was like everything was so vibrant and just kind of like a feast for the eyes. Now we saw it in 3D. We didn't see it in the. Uh, the I saw 2D. We, 2D was great. We we didn't wow. see it in the. Uh, you know the special laser. Uh, I went to the Chinese. The 3D. Chinese theater. But, I saved this for the big budget ones. The IMAX laser. 3D. How much right. is it? Got to be thirty bucks to get in. It's oh, it's 20, not cheap. It was forty five dollars for my girlfriend and I to go. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. uh, Graham seeing someone, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, and I'll tell you, the 3D. I don't think it. Um, it, it definitely added to it. I, I think if you saw it in 2D, you you know you'll still thoroughly enjoy it mm-hmm. um, but it was I, I think what I liked most about this movie was just because I fell in love with these characters so much in the first film I just wanted to see them again I just wanted to see more and see what else they would do in different situations yeah. and and uh, that makes sense and, and it was just the kind of thing where uh, unless it something went horribly wrong I was going to enjoy the sequel yes I just I just was well let's talk about the ending Okay. All right. So, well, can I do my Drax? You know how to defeat Drax now. How? You get him on his nipples. He's got very right. sensitive nipples, you guys. <laughs> Super sensitive nipples. Yeah. I love that, too. The Drax talking about, we learned a lot about him. We mm-hmm. saw, like, his soft side. It comes out, of course, he's being mean, like, uh, saying to Mantis, yeah, you're ugly. But then he gives that whole right. speech of, like, we're ugly people and... Where we we can be trusted, you know. I mean, like the whole thing was <laughs> right, yeah. right. That Beautiful was, people don't know who to, who to trust. They don't know who yeah. to trust, and I was like, oh god, he's once again he comes back to these painful things. Like you can't forget, and they did this well in the first one, but they expanded. We got to know more about him. His wife and kids were killed. Right. right. So right. He is he is uh, he is a ball of rage. He's a ball mm-hmm. of pain. Yeah. And pain that comes in the form of rage, and right below that rage is just just gut wrenching tears. Yep. Right. And. Yep. But then the scene. That's what I thought when Mantis was touching him. I was like, "Oh, is she going to hit that pain?" She didn't, which was a nice twist. She hit the comedy first. She right. hit mm-hmm. the, the, the laughing, mm-hmm. and then and then later she hits the. And they all have different pain too. Like you have um, Gamora with her uh, sister, and you have <sighs> so... and you have Rocket with like the experiments that happen to him, and you also then Michael Rooker's character. The um with Yandu, Yandu, yeah. yeah. And you 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 learn more backstory about him and yeah. what actually happened with him keeping Quill on the ship instead of delivering him oh, to his father. That was a great and line. There was uh there's a lot of great stuff in yeah. there for sure. You find out his dad was just awful. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know you think Kurt Russell is is oh the great savior and he's got this beautiful hippie planet you know right. and except for his name was Ego. So if right. you got yeah. any <laughs> sense of history, you're like, why is he a guy? And yeah. then all of a sudden he shows up and you're like. 
Oh, oh. he's a planet guy. Yeah. He's the, a but it makes okay, just to go do, let's dive right in and okay. just mm-hmm. tell you that how great is it because the celestials are not planets in the comics. Right. They are uh something else, right? And if you are if you don't like the cinematic universe changes, I'm sorry, I'm unmoved. But the <laughs> thing about them, it almost makes sense that the Celestials would be Weren't planets. the Celestials in the center of the planets? They weren't. And then um, to- Galactus, when he would eat a planet, he would actually be destroying a Celestial? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Mm, Maybe that's I'm going, a thing. really going into the yeah, long yeah, that, box. That sounds like a super long box <laughs> yeah. dive. Do it. Do it. It's uh, as far as I know, because I've never read any like specific stories about the c- Celestials, and my Galactus knowledge is 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 light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's what it is, you know. Um, but we can. You want to talk about all the all the stuff coming, or do you want to just talk about how great the movie was? Both. Well, let's let's get into the specifics mm-hmm. though. Of of since this is a spoiler app, let's get into what did you guys think of the ending? Now, the ending you kind of saw. Um, coming, obviously, there was nothing else you could do except they had to destroy Ego, sure. the planet. They're going to so, blow up the planet. Now, yeah. and, and this is one place where I thought it, it did get a little bogged down so much in the green screen and effects and CG, and I'm like, oh, it's it was almost like sensory overload because then you have everything that's going on inside the planet. Then you have another swarm of ships come in after that. So I'm like, I, I don't even know what to look at, and especially in 3D, it was it was a little. Oh, the sovereign. Much. Yeah, yeah, the sovereign. Yeah, it's, so, so I thought um, that so was you, another layer of plot that wasn't necessarily needed, but it was interesting. It, it definitely kept it interesting for They're, sure. They, so. they, it's the only the whole point of sovereign, obviously, from the stingers at the end, mm-hmm. was like, oh, sovereign. They introduced them for somewhere down the road. The third Adam one. Warlock right. is that? It's just to get Adam Warlock into their world. <laughs> so, it's uh, that's who the guy that, in the in the cocoon is. Adam Warlock. Okay. He's the gold dude. Now, Adam, who is Adam Warlock for well, those of us well, who don't know? Okay, well. I don't know a lot about Adam. I tried to look a little into it so that Adam Warlock was a a genetically modified. This is Adam Warlock. Uh, He was in uh, Guardians. Wait, is that Adam Warlock? Yeah. Um, Jackie brings comics to the show. Right. She's the only only guest we have that does this. And that's why we love it. It's an audio uh, program. (laughs) Although we got video today. uh, And it's Guardians of the Galaxy. He was Adam... Um, he turns into an evil guy named Magus eventually. Right. But the Sovereign, they were just a political group in the comics. They were just mm-hmm. uh, just another faction. They didn't right? have their own ships. No, and they mm-hmm. weren't gold, and they weren't gold like supermodels. Yes. No, they were not gold supermodels. But Adam, they were Warlock like gold was. elves. Yeah, they were very mm-hmm. much gold elves. And then mm-hmm. Adam Warlock was a created, genetically perfected thing, and so Sovereign has been created in the cinematic universe as a thing that creates is genetically creating things that are great. Right. Um, that's the way, that's that's the scientific term when you genetically create <laughs> things that are great. Uh, but Adam Warlock, he, yeah, he's, he's clearly going to be in the next one. And I don't know. And then at the end of it, of course, with the other stinger has the, the Guardians uh, 3000. Right, well, those that—that's who that team. That's the, that's the um, that's Sylvester Stallone's team. Right, Sylvester right. Stallone's team, which so is that's Starhawk. A, that's a whole nother, um that's set a, of Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, those, right? that's the 1969 to that's the 70s and 80s. That's the actual Guardians team, and Yondu was on that team in the in the books. Right, and then. Um, and, and then in I think it was 2000, what whatever it was, uh, Abnet. It was Dan, Dave. What's Abnett's first name? Dan Abnett, I think, in two thousand eight wrote the um, wrote the thing, 
brought the Guardians, uh, made a new team out of it with Star Lord and, right. and Rocket and Groot and Groot and um and I that's where I started reading it and then so I this just Guardians did team that we are seeing in the cinema hasn't only been around since two thousand eight. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's 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 the new iteration. Of of the of so of the I think we're going to see the classic Guardians, I guess, probably in the and next they'll probably movie. stick them in Guardians three thousand. They'll probably st- which is why asked did you um, nobody I'm sure other people noticed, but Vance Astro, who is essentially a thirty first century Captain America guy, he has Captain America's shield, and he is here's Mantis anyway. So here here's Vance Astro, right? So that's Vin Rames. Rames. Is that right? Bing Rames. Mm-hmm. Bing Rames. And um, so he is uh, Charlie 27 and uh, Charlie 12, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie 27. Yeah, right, so Charlie they introduced 27. all of them towards the end of the film. Yeah, so we're going to be yeah. getting them set up for the next film for yeah, sure. Yeah, so clearly something's happening there. And, right. And the weird thing is, is that Starhawk character that, uh, that Sylvester, uh, Stallone. Sylvester Stallone plays is actually an amalgamation of two characters who were uh, step-siblings fell in love, ran into a hawk god, it got turned into Starhawk. And it's a woman. So in the <laughs> comics. <laughs> so Starhawk I couldn't even follow that what you right. just said. How crazy is that? And what Miley they... Cyrus did the did the voice of mainframe, right? Who is the talking robot head in the bottom of it. And um and then oh and Drax was originally green. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-mm. There you go. And had a widow's peak. Anyway. Nice. No, sure. Right. I brought the death of Captain Marvel. Do you guys ever read that? So, <laughs> no, not yet, read? no. No? Well, Jim Starlin, <laughs> so, he, he drew Captain Marvel with his head small. So now this, the movie, like, when I, when I think of uh, Marvel movies now, I always think when I see, like, an older actor like um, Kurt Russell, yeah. I know, oh, there's going to be a scene where they're going to CG him, they're going to Benjamin Button him and make him younger. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, <laughs> sure and they enough, did. in the beginning, yeah, they showed him, uh, you know, young Kurt Russell. And they gave and him they, his, like, his... You know Disney movie hair that oh, big one. He was oh, in all those was, Disney that was, that was Escape from New York hair. That was <laughs> right. That was the, uh-huh. an overboard. He right. had the uh-huh. he had the yeah. feathered locks yes. of the nineteen. He was the um, Charlie's Angel of boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, little note. Now we've talked about this also on the show. This little side fact: He played minor league baseball and is in the documentary "The Battered Bastards of Baseball" about this minor league team in Portland, Oregon that his dad Bing Russell owned. Mm-hmm. Bing Russell. Yep. Who names a kid bang? No one. <laughs> but a bang. Microsoft. Microsoft. <laughs> so the yeah. guys do the ending. Let's talk about so the ending. Yes. You guys felt like there too much stuff was introduced. I I actually thought bit. it was just a little bit too much like CG. Like I kind of got lo- like I lost the characters a little bit. Well, I can't was... even remember. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it ended. <clears throat> it ended with them killing Ego, right? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That seemed that seemed a good ending. But yeah, I mean, there's no there's nothing else could have happened unless you're going to set up ego being in the next film. So, uh, but other than that, I mean, uh, it's still I think that was the only place that I really felt like there was almost like too much. There were a lot of characters for people if you didn't know what was happening. Yeah, yeah. The Ravagers coming for the funeral. But the and and stuff like that I really liked because those to me, even though those were still big CG set pieces, all the (coughs) ships with fireworks. It still felt like they were grounded character moments, like that, and that's what I like. So that's what I thought Ga- Guardians does the best. You have this big budget CG spectacle, but you also have these wonderful character moments, and a lot of times they can even blend together. Well, the, the, that's and that scene, the 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 Zandu Ravager funeral, was everything you're talking about. 
So especially in the laser 3D, it was spectacular visually. It was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. The lasers are like... Like you actually were seeing fireworks. Yes, they're yeah. coming right <laughs> at you. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah. But then the thing I love about Guardians, and it goes into the... Because these characters are all so flawed. They have such... And they're all of oh. their flaws come from immense pain. Just the killing spree Nebula goes on to, and then she's hugging Gamora. I, I was like, wait, she just killed 35 of Kirk from Gilmore Girls' best friends, and we got it. <laughs> Sean Gunn. Uh, so uh, we got to go with, uh, and and now we're supposed to be sympathetic? And I was. I right. was sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole thing, I mean, and, and the scene of like, First it shows, so Zandu was pretty, was fairly two-dimensional in the first one. Yandu. Yandu, sorry. No worries. You're thinking of Xanadu. Xanadu, great movie, a roller skating <laughs> nymph or yeah. whatever she did. Um, Guardians but, of the Roller Rink, you're thinking of. Guardians <laughs> of the Roller Rink, fantastic movie. But so, so Yandu was fairly two-dimensional. Um, oh, in the first one. In the first one, which yes. was fine. He was yeah. just introduced. He's kind of good. He's kind of bad. Okay, great. Mm. You see where Star Lord gets his. He know, has that, a magic arrow. Right. That was his <laughs> magic arrow that he runs with his heart. Right. Mm-hmm. That he runs with his heart. In this movie, you see. Oh my God, the reason he had such a soft spot for Star Lord was because he was protecting this kid. Right. Because right. he had killed millions of other children. Right. Millions of other. He had, and he, he, as as much of a pirate as he was, was like. I've helped kill millions of children. Yes. I'm not doing this anymore. Right. right. And it if it means I and it gave up he lost the Ravenger code. I mean that scene with Sylvester Stallone is like you broke the one rule. He did right. all of this stuff because and he's like you're not going to listen to me because I tried to yeah, he didn't realize he was doing it. Right. And nobody would hear him out. So. No one would hear him out. No one wanted to listen to him. And and as much so as and then even the kid that he Honor saved among thieves. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Mhm. And even the kid that he saved turns his back on him. Right. Yeah. And yet at the at the last moment, he does the ultimate right thing. He gives the ultimate sacrifice. He, he, As a, of a father. Of a father. Mm-hmm. And a like a flawed life of a... But he also was like, yeah, so, there's so much... This movie, these films, why they're, they're so amazing is they like deal with like slavery and child abuse. Yes. And like, this not just like, I was bitten by a crazy spider and I have Except powers. For that when you read comic books, they talk about slavery and yeah. child yeah. abuse. It's, it's all it's, in there. In the it's comics, all in there, sure. which is why there's so much heart that you could pull out of comics if you're willing to do it. And, and, and clearly also, James Gunn. Yeah. He's right. able to do it. And this is where it, it just goes to show you could make a popcorn movie that has a little bit of depth to it. And, and you know, no one's going to um, a Guardians of the Galaxy movie expecting to see Sophie's Choice. Right. But, you know, one but of the things... the when second these layer movies... of Schindler's List is there. Yeah. yeah. And I'll take it. And, and I it, mean, it, I was... I was a, and it I... grounds the characters and that makes you like them even more because they're not just cartoons that are fighting for two How hours. How in the world, if you told me, you're, oh, Graham, you're going to emotionally bond with a CG raccoon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Right. Yeah, when you tell me, I, I was, I was ma- you know, I'm, uh, he's, he's a fucking crazy... Freak show. It's a genetically uh, modified experiment experiment that people and everyone makes fun of him and hates him. And he's alone and he was called a trash bandit. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) and so is that better? And all that stuff. And Star Lord, (laughs) who's the big cool guy, saw his mom die, never knew his dad, was raised by fucking pirates. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and and, and, uh, um, Gamora and her sister, like, 
you saw the sister fighting in the first one. Why yes. they're okay? Yes. They're dead. And, and, and we it. find out that that they are Thanos's children only because he killed their entire families. Right. And then he took them. Then we find out that he he made them fight as kids, of course, fight each with other. each other. Yeah. And then whoever lost Would lost lose a, a piece. limb. Yeah. And so he's so that's why Nebula freaking hates her. Hates it's, her. Yeah. And you see Nebula, and you understand Nebula's pain when Nebula would say, "I just wanted a sister. You just had to keep beating me." And it was like, "Oh, yeah." Now, Everybody understands that sort of sibling stuff. What yeah. do you, know? you think? Unless like, you're an only child. Like, like when you um, when you hear a story like that, where every piece, every time I lost a piece of me was replaced, like you never get the sense of like, well, how much. Um, Organic material is left. How much is and how much is she robot? She said that her brain was or replaced. Like, and you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Are you complete robot yeah, now? What or just what? happened to yeah. your brain? When, yeah. Where? Don't introduce a brain into right. a plot. It's not like cyborg where, where you can kind of see. Okay, f- you know, flesh metal, flesh metal. It's like yeah. what, for for her. I'm like, well, I don't know. Is was everything replaced? Because when no she idea. gets when she gets hurt, you see like it's kind of like that weird. Oh, the, clicking and mm-hmm. and getting her back like like a Terminator robot right right puts back together. It's it's very much an exoskeleton kind of situation. Yes. Uh-huh. I have a question for you, yes. uh, Chris Mancini. Mm-hmm. The children? Did you bring the children? I to did this? bring the children. You did. Yes, they did, and they loved it. Did they? They, they? Both, they both really. What do you it. think about how violent it is? Well, I think the thing about it is, is with these movies, I think Disney um, is very careful to. Um, hit a very, very specific threshold of violence where it's still exciting, it's still fun, but it's also cartoony to the point where it never looks too realistic. And I think that Those floating bodies in so, space, that's when I thought, my right. 10-year-old niece is not coming to this. Right. That's when right. I That's what I thought. Even though... Yeah, my my twelve year old, and my eight year old, they were they were both able to handle it for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it was, but and that's one of the things where you kind of start to trust like the Marvel and Disney brand, like you know at, at some point like the violence is never going to get past a certain point. It's not Deadpool violence. Somebody asked It'll me ne- if it was Deadpool it, violence, exactly. and I It'll said, never be that. No, it's not that, no. and it's. And but it is that, but down ratcheted down enough. It's between Ant Man and Deadpool. <laughs> you know, that's those are the yeah. violence kind of thresholds. You have Ant Man, which was pretty much almost PG, and then you have like you know, I I thought um, Captain America. It felt like uh, Rogue Civil, One. Is what Rogue it felt One, like. yeah, and that's that's where the threshold. All I quiet think, on the Western Front. I, I think <laughs> I think that's kind of like where the threshold ends. Well, quiet on the Western Front is a little more violent than yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, that Rogue One is all quiet on the Western Front. But if you compare them, you can see that that like PG thirteen violence threshold is pretty much the same. You know, there's not a lot of blood and guts. There's Mm-mm. there's death and action, but right, right. But it's not blood see, and guts. You don't see entrails. You don't see right, right. You, know, you don't see splatters. Right. Right. Blood, exactly. you don't, yeah, it's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Disney. It's uh, Disney death. That, yes. but the, those, Disney, that's, Disney death. Hashtag Disney death. But you bring, <laughs> but you bring up a good you bring up a, a good point, which is that scene of like all of the bodies floating is like wow. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, this that, is gnarly. Like this is a gnarly galaxy. This isn't. This isn't a like fun loving. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh we're, yeah. We're jewel thieves. It's like right. this is right. this is pretty. It's intense. It, it can get dark. It yeah. can get super dark. It can get it's... dark in the universe. And not one scene with the Nova Corps at all. Nope. Nope. No Nova Corps. They, nope. I think they get mentioned once. Yeah. Uh, but that's Yeah, you it. don't, don't want to go them. back to... Yeah, you don't want right. to... The weird thing is, is like the the current Nova run that's that I'm reading right now, Richard Ryder has come back to life, but there's some sort of problem. 
like he's kind of like a zombie or creepy or an undead mm-hmm. or something's happened and um he's because- like a nova Pet cemetery kind of thing. It's a pet. It's a <laughs> no a pet cemetery. I'd watch that. Yeah. Oh yeah. As long as it has Fred Gwynn in it. Yeah. Crushed on his throne. No. <laughs> it's but I mean but all of the the Marvel movies have. That. Remember that scene in I think it was Iron Man three or four where where um, Iron Man has PTSD and it the had kid. to be three. Yeah, there's no yes. four, yeah. right? There is <laughs> right. no four. Not yet. Even though Civil War and the new Spider-Man both look like Iron Man 4. <laughs> Even though Civil War, it was good that Captain America did the, uh, mm-hmm. that he resolved the thing in the end. Right. And anyway. I-, I thought uh, Captain America, probably Winter Soldier, was probably the farthest I'd seen the violence threshold. Because that was where it looked like the most realistic and the most brutal. And as far as uh, like that, when you know, when you've got somebody... Flying into helicopter blades and, and things. Oh like right, that. right. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of where. All right, this is this is where the I, saddest one yeah. has got to be the second Avengers movie, to the point where it's my least favorite of all the movies mm-hmm. now. It makes you too sad. No, I, I was irritated. I was oh. like, I was like, okay, this is. Which part made you sad? Well, the 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 fact that they raise the the city and then drop it. Yes. And oh. so all those people die. And then the, the, the ripple effect of that has to be dealt with in continuity now, obviously, even though Joss Whedon, I think, was just pissy. And uh, <laughs> Joss, call me. It's OK. Uh, <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Do you see Steve Agee? Steve Agee was in it? Yeah. Where was he? I was he, looking... he was one of the Ravagers. He was the one who tried to crush Groot with his foot. Oh. He wanted to stomp on Groot. That was Stop awesome. That group. was a lot of makeup. It was hard to pick people oh, yeah. out for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, um, yeah. Well, I wanted to talk about, too, the the relationship between um, Gamora and Star-Lord. So I was, that was the, the unspoken one, relationship? The unspoken, the unspoken relationship. relationship. I thought it was kind yes. of cool. I was almost getting to the point of, like, just... Is this moonlighting? Enough, yeah, Sam and Diane. <laughs> like, let's just fucking... Well, his references they even are reference so... It. Right, yeah. yeah. His references are so... Uh, they could be a little ham-handed sometimes, mm-hmm. and um, but it all paid off with the Hasselhoff and the soundtrack and the oh the fuck the Hasselhoff tra- thing oh, that was, was so brilliant. It that was, was great so and the but, Zune. But let me yeah. ask you this: in the comics, mm-hmm. how what is their relationship between the two of them in the comic books and with David non-existent. Hasselhoff? Non-existent, non-existent, non-existent. No, Star Lord and Gamora are not a, are not an item to my knowledge. In, never, I do not believe so. There was it's, never a uh, a meet cute. Aaron, you want to look it up? Sure. <laughs> See if it was. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. I. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I, certainly not in the Abnet run. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then, all right. So, how did you guys? Because that was the one area I was like that was starting to feel like, just come on, man, you guys. Well, you just... knew it was going to happen sooner or later, and then, uh, but like, yeah, what you're saying is like, all right, well, it's okay. I guess we're going to be waiting to the end. It's, this is going to be at the end of the movie, right? And and the thing is, is if they do this, if it isn't, if it isn't initiated by her, it will be weird, right? Just because she's more broken than he is, right? I genuinely think that. I mean, yeah. he's got mom. His mom died, and holy crap, that yeah. whole thing when you find out that ego put the tumor in her, right? You're just that like, was oh, huge. I, okay. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was awful. Your dad killed your mom yeah. yep. because he's been murdering babies 
and, and all he, over the galaxy. And obviously and, and murdering he's also the women. disappointed in you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because uh, none of them have had the celestial spark until this guy. Yeah. Right. And so he's like, oh, I got one. And now, right. and now you don't want to rule the galaxy with me? This is ridiculous. Right. Right. I liked because as soon as he said it, you could see the the star the stars fade out of his eyes, which mm-hmm. of course that He's back to that his metaphor human half, yeah. yeah he got to back to his he was like what the hell just happened yeah and then it was a that was great writing you yeah. know it was really great writing mm-hmm. on it was really on, well put on, a, on a human level of of finding reasons for people to do these and things they, like I. We've said this before with these big budget movies, but it bears repeating, especially with this one, is there's fantastic acting. They're actors on a green screen soundstage. You're just running around a green funhouse, right. and you have to emit all these these serious emotions and everything like that. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times you're not even reacting to a uh, another person. It's either somebody in a suit yep. or it's not there at all. Right. So do you... But 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 let's go back to that, Jackie. So it, you're right. It would have to be initiated by her because she's also she's as you say she's way more broken than him. She yeah. doesn't know how to love. She all she knows how to do is kill. Yep. And she also was like, "This guy's a playboy. Right. I'm not going to be one of a thousand girls. <laughs> right, so right, right. fuck mm-hmm. this. Fuck this guy. Yeah. But not. He's flirting with the gold queen girl. Yeah. He's flirting right. with he's everybody. Right. Right. He's right just in like, front of me. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of me. He's <laughs> like, it's like that guy in Torchwood. Uh, anyway, I don't know if you ever saw that TV show, but uh, he was omnisexual. He certainly was. Yes. Uh, he was a gummy bear. He was willing to go with anybody. <laughs> he's like, you can just a gummy squ- bear. He's just gonna squish me around whatever yeah. part you want to be squished into yeah. or around. <laughs> and you're like, all right, man. Yeah. Live it up. Captain Jack Harkness. That was it, yeah. Captain Jack. <laughs> but uh, one of the things I want to mention too is how perfect was Bradley Cooper as Rocket in in both these movies. Man. Where it's a weird thing where you think how many people they must have just. Um, Auditioned to, to get As, the right to get the right character and the right voice and and you the know, artists. I, the, you wouldn't have thought Bradley Cooper wouldn't have been at the top of the list, but he's so perfect. He's perfect, and they in the in the in this in the the art on this is amazing, just because the amount of emotion that I mean, what Graham said. Who cares? It's a talking raccoon. Why would I ever yeah. give? Why it would I about? ever care? Oh, yeah. the the art on it is amazing, but also as you said, Chris Bradley Cooper. He conveys this emotion of this tormented, genetically, you know, yeah. bizarre thing that yeah, experiment, experiment, like it comes to genuinely. It you think there's really a freaking walking around raccoon, right? That that is that is real, right? Mm-hmm. You think it's an you think it's a person, and um, as opposed to Groot, yep. Baby Groot in this thing, it was uh, it was and uh, also, just right. milking the teat of cuteness. And oh I was my like, God, oh, so I cute. get it. And I, I love the fact that they kept calling back that, uh, like, you know, I'm not a raccoon. Right? Yeah. So like, well, you look exactly like a raccoon <laughs> from Earth, but I'm not a raccoon. Oh, my God. The Howard the yeah. Duck stuff. Oh, oh it was yeah. great. It yeah. was great. But how about this, the, the, in the, in one of the buttons at the end, the teenage Groot, who's oh. just. Oh, that hilarious. <laughs> that was, I, I think that was one of my favorite jokes in the movie. Uh, it was so, there was, okay, so it's Stan Lee with the Watchers. Yes. Which was, I love uh-huh. that. I love that was that hilarious. Wait, I got more stories to tell. Yeah, Stan Lee, bo- boring the Watchers. Yes. How yes. is that possible? <laughs> and yet. Mm. And uh, yeah, I wrote down the different. Um, you wrote down all the uh, the, the stingers. stingers. Yeah. Okay. Did you see Jeff Goldblum in the credits too? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Where was uh, he? And he was he was just dancing in one of the little yeah. squares on the right. 
he wasn't even in the movie. He's in the upcoming Thor movie. Yeah. That trailer in IMAX 3D looks great. Looks great. Oh my god, I might have to go. So what were all the stings? So there was uh, there was Kirk, who isn't Kirk. He's his name is actually like the hell's his name? It was Clarnish or Cluck. What did uh, what did Sean Gunn play? Craglin. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Craglin. He was working the arrow. So he's working the arrow, right. and then he accidentally shoots Drax. Right, and uh, and that was just that's just a stinger. That's just a regular. That's not telling us anything. Right, uh, Stallone getting the team back together. So um, yes. the Diamond guy, the uh, Matronix or whatever his name was, Matronix, Matronix. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's uh, Miley Cyrus did the voice of the uh, the mainframe, the, mm. the robot head. Really? Yeah. And weird thing about mainframe from the comics, and I just read this. I mean, I, I didn't know. Uh, Andy knew my husband, who I'm married to. He's a long to a, box. He's a long box. I'm married to a long box. There's a dick joke. <laughs> I'm married to a long box. And uh, so, but he, uh, um, uh, mainframe is the vision. The Vision uh, morphs into mainframe oh, and I runs a planet that. in the 31st century in Guardians of the Galaxy 3000. So that's who main that's who mainframe. You know, Rob is. Zombie was in this movie too. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't. Yeah, he was uh, just a, a, one of the Ravagers. Unseen Ravager. Yes. That's right. That's right. So um, in in the Adam Warlock character that we see at the end with the gold people. With the sovereign right. people. In the comics, he wasn't made. He was genetically made. So this looks like he might be a robot, but we don't know what f- for, you know, I don't know. And then. Well, they said they had, you know, genetic uh, yeah, pods that's what that they, they did. grew people. So, so he genetic. might be just a people. Yeah. That's been genetically. I didn't know this, but. Uh... Uh, if you look at Seth Green, was the one who played Howard the Duck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 He always does the voice of Howard the Duck. And then Michelle Yeoh as uh, Alita Org- Ogord. Alita, who is the other half of Starhawk. Oh. So it's okay. it's uh, the Sylvester Stallone character and Alita turn into Starhawk. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't get and that they together. Are, they are like foster siblings or something, mm-hmm. which... Um, so like Wonder Twins powers. Activate. Except for that there was a love interest between them, which uh-huh. is why I insist on saying that they were not related in the comic <laughs> <Yes>. books. <laughs> they were just raised together. I'm and... just fired up that uh, Michelle Yeoh is going to be in the next one, I guess, kicking yeah. ass. You wouldn't set up an entire new team if they weren't no. going to use them again. No, uh, they might. They, they might be in Infinity War. Who knows? Uh, every, Infinity War sounds sounds like we're they're gonna have everyone. Pain there. in the ass, quite honestly. Um, <laughs> Team Groot. No, that was the, those were all the ones I had. Yeah, I, and I'm like all for just. I, I love that James Gunn was like, yeah, five stingers. Yeah. Five. There we go. Uh-huh. And, and we're just shit. gonna keep shooting movies and people <laughs> dancing on the side and people yeah. dancing on the side, which yep. was like, uh, which was so cool. Yeah, and I, I love that the Jeff Goldblum thing was like, oh, that's so rad because he yeah, he's, we haven't even seen him yet in the new he's coming up. We just saw him in a I trailer. Love how dumb Groot was. Groot's just dumb. Just keeps going back and not getting the fin. Oh, just going right. and not getting the fin really and going. It was like ten <laughs> minutes of not yeah. him yeah. not getting it. And they're like, no, Groot. Yeah. I'm like, you're gonna wait. We're and still doing this too. joke, yeah. and, and we it's are. Still funny. It was that <laughs> thing that was funny and then not funny and then funny again. Right. Yes. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that, that was. Uh, yeah, so. and that's why you don't like hats. Right. Come on, because they make the the head look weird. Yeah. It's um. Oh, what else in the 
So what do you want to wrap up with with uh, Guardians? What do you want to see Jackie in the next Guardians movie? Well, for me, you know. Other than what was Starhawk and his Starhawk and his crew and his crew, yeah. That's I don't know. And his Expendables. It's, and his exp- yeah, I know the Expendables. The uh, uh, I liked Red better. Uh, so, what what happened with um, with Gamora and Star Lord? Uh, as far as I can tell, they were never romantically linked. In the yeah, as far as I can. Okay, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I thought. So they're going to get romantically linked. I think they'll get romantically linked, but I don't know. James Gunn is great. I mean, he's obviously a huge fan, and like. Right. And he's surrounded by giant nerds, so we gotta love that, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "No, no, just pull that weird dude out of the," because even even uh, Sean Young, Sean Gunn's character—that's a real character. He was just a merc. He was just a mercenary uh, soldier dude in in the book. So that's a real guy. And it—I mean, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I like that he's like, there is no character too small. Right. You ever see a Curse of the Were-Rabbit? <laughs> I, yes, of, I have Curse, actually. Curse of the Were-Rabbit is amazing. It's a Wallace and Gromit um, mm-hmm. uh, feature. rabbit feature film. Mm-hmm. And it's stop action, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. And a stop action movie, correct me if I'm wrong, takes a half Forever. a day. Forever. Forever, right? There's no joke too small that they didn't go, no, we're going to spend a half a day putting cotton candy on the bad guy's head. Right. And you're like, yay! <laughs> so that's what the, that's what it feels like with James Gunn, where he's like, there's, I mean, we can use, because the, the Marvel Universe is so big that it could be anybody. And, did, and I... I don't know. It just makes me go, well, they can do anything. Like the Nova Corps could come back. Right. The, mm-hmm. the, they could do um, – Now, the a, Nova Corps also in the comics gets destroyed, and Nova is the, the, the superhero last. that goes to Earth and becomes uh, at some point Iron Man's protege. And uh, and then he's pretty much says, you know, well, no, I'm, I'm the last one because the Nova Corps helmets is where the power is. Right. And uh, so we haven't even expanded anywhere from there. At all yet, right, Richard? Um, we still have a Nova Corps in the movies, right? The no, yeah, the Nova Corps is essentially if you if you're a DC, it's the, it's the Green Lantern. Corps. It's the Green Lantern yeah. Corps if mm-hmm. you're if you're DC. So that's all the Nova Corps is. It, but instead of given rings, they're given helmets, right? And, <laughs> yeah. So I, the other thing too I want to say about this movie um, is we didn't talk about Mantis at all either. Oh yeah, we should talk about Mantis. But like, so this movie is is uh it's set to the mixtape two, which. Mm-hmm. That was the thing I loved because coming out of the first one, I was like, is the 80, is the 70s and 80s music going to get old in this one? No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am so sorry. You know that Lakeshore song? Because mm-hmm. uh, I bought it yesterday, and I've been listening to it nonstop for the last two days. And um, that song is terrible. I was like, it's, there's something soothing about Lakeshore Drive as a as a topic, because I'm from sure, Milwaukee, Chicago, yeah. yeah, in Chicago, and but I was like, wow, this song is boring. Wow, the right. late '70s has got some real shit music going down. But that's the greatest thing about it is they use just enough of the clip, in my opinion, in the movie, to where I was like, oh, this is awesome, and it it fit as you were expanding on the characters. Well, you knew and music was going to be a big part of it. You knew music was going to oh, be a yeah. big part of it, but they didn't, in my opinion, they didn't just like, oh, we're doing the music gag again. They did different songs. Yes. They, as they were learning, as we were learning more about everybody. They were a little bit on the nose, like the right. Father and Son song by Cat Stevens. Mm-hmm. That's on there. Um, the Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't Cats in the Cradle. 
<laughs> that would have made me a little too Oh, my much. God. A yeah. little too sad. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, <laughs> some of the songs are pretty sad. But um, I wish there were other songs that, that could have been more upbeat. I mean, there was good Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what was Got Fleetwood? The Chain. The Chain, the, yeah. chain, the mm-hmm. Parliament, Funkadelic, whatever. Flashlight. Flashlight, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's a great song. So there's probably four songs that I liked, and then there's like six songs that I'm like, skip. But let's talk about Mantis, though. Yeah. So your thoughts on Mantis. My thoughts on, well, I don't have a, I mean, my weird thing about, like, I looked up Mantis, and then I was, I was, I, I, I was still lost because I don't know where she comes from. They, they don't have a lot of backstory. Can you check, Aaron, on backstory on um, Mantis? From what I read last night, she was, in, in the comics, she's a human who's been modified. With the antennae? Yeah. Okay. But in the movie, they, yeah. They... And she didn't work for Ego, obviously. That, she just no. got pulled out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just got pulled out of. Marvel <laughs> out of, lore. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the wiki. And they're yeah. like, yeah, this one. And Yeah. Well, the, the thing, but her skills were crazy. Bad. I loved her skills, and again, her skills helped further the character development. Character development. We mm-hmm. learned more about the characters mainly because of what she was doing. Yeah, you know, and that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my, god. and so and I, I love the Gamora though. Mm-hmm. Do not touch me. Like you are Do, not yeah. reading nope. my fucking emotions. I love that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Their deepest secret, a, oh. not a yeah. chance. Yeah. Get away from me. Mm-hmm. She has so much pain underneath her. Mm-hmm. Like the shit she's had to do. Right. And I mean like her her, the, her biggest secret? Jesus. Like what, 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 what would that, it, I know yeah. what is this big secret? <laughs> Just, like like I Star Star Lord secret it's going to be played for funny. Right. Yeah. And Drax it's it's going to be eventually paid for played for pain and it'll sadness. It'll start silly. Yeah. But then it'll go right. pain. But you know, she's yeah, and then the rest of the team doesn't isn't in, like she doesn't touch Yandu or any right. of those people. But um, they yeah, do. I they, like that they added to the team. You can't touch everybody. But there was that one scene though where she does kind of inadvertently touch Gamora. Yeah. And Gamora has that sort of. I'm forgetting. I was blanking on what her. She had this like kind of bizarre. Like Mantis said something. I'm forgetting what it is now. Huh. But she said something, kind of like, "Oh, you're feeling this," and then. Gamora yeah, yeah. was like, oh, no, I'm out. Yep. Like she caught it. Oh, right, No psychotherapy. Right. Yeah, yeah, there was a little bit. And I like that um, that she had actual powers that were helpful to the team. Yes. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. um, to fight Ego. That mm-hmm. was good. And um, I liked that Ego was a planet and that they made it into his face. Right. <laughs> uh, so it looked like the comic. Yep. <laughs> well, the other thing that I love, too, is, is Mantis also fits into the um, – She's another. The guardians are all orphans, orphans and mit- mis- misfits. Yes. Yeah, and they've lost. And, and here's that's what Mantis. The team is. Yeah, she's another orphan misfit who yep. is like captive. I'm sure that happens too with the other the other guardians team. As oh well. yeah, I right. Mean, I'm sure if when you get when we get into those backstories, they'll be just as just as uh, messed up, as messy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what do you right. guys think? Uh, closing thoughts. Now, will anybody else see this movie again in the movie theater? I might go to uh, the the Chinese. I would and yeah. see it in three D. Well, no, that's that's laser three D. It's even better. IMAX. Than that's what I laser three yeah. D. All right, I might have to hit that. I would. That's do fine. It. Because even for the the cool three D trailers of like Ragnarok and everything else that you get to see, right, right, those the, are worth it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they're. Man, that Wonder Woman trailer looks amazing. I waited off. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah it the was, movie it was poster for Wonder Woman looks like she's pregnant, though. 
from a distance, she's holding her shield, and I was just like riding my bike, and I was like, oh, what is she pregnant? I was like, oh, that's the silhouette of her shield. It looks like the silhouette of a, preg- of a woman that's like seven months pregnant. She is pregnant with uh, with an important mission, and uh, that's that's what women talk about it as. They, the, their missions are talk, talking about being pregnant with purpose. You know, I really want, and I really want Wonder Woman to be good. I want this movie. to Me be too. Good. Me too. So I'm hoping. I'm I want hoping DC to pull its head out of its ass and make a good yeah. goddamn comic book movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd Please. like to see that. That'd Please. be amazing. I yeah. feel like I, they could have cast a woman with more defined arms. Right. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I've like heard, a model. I've, I've heard that from some women that are like diehard Wonder Woman fans are like, oh man, she's too skinny. They need a, a strong. Like an a Ronda Rousey? Yeah, somebody like that right. that's like, that looks like an Amazon. That's yeah. a tall, strong. Serena Williams. Yeah. Somebody. That would have been amazing. I mean, yeah. any, but who knows if they can act. Yeah. This woman. And granted, it's a superhero movie, so they don't have to, even though Marvel raises the bar on that, too. Yeah, yes, they, they sure do. do. Yes, There's, they do. Yeah, because these are all people acting, it so, turns out. I'm looking forward to getting the next uh, box set. I get them in sets, you know, the Marvel Phase 1, Phase 2. Oh, do then, you? Do you get yeah, the cases? I, I, get, I get the cases, yeah. So I'll get, like, Phase 3. I'm looking forward to all the ones coming out in that one. So, uh, all right. And uh, any yeah, closing thoughts? Yeah, it's a thoughts? story of, of family. I think that it's an interesting, you know, how, like, everybody, it's the family you're related to, it's the family that you create, and it's the and the fact that family, you can add new members. Well, you James, can add new members. James Gunn said, he said the first one was about becoming a family. This one was about being a family. It's, uh, and, it's another oh, it was Vin Diesel. so much. It's another Vin yeah. Diesel family. It's a Vin Diesel it's family. Another Vin Diesel family. <laughs> <laughs> space family. You turn your back on your space family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so, yeah. all right. I like it. So, I'm Guardians excited. of the Galaxy. There you have it. The spoiler app. Um, no new tape though for Volume Three. Do you know why? Because Ego killed her. Mm. She would have been a, another great mixed tape, but nope. Nope. So what's going to be the what's going to be the musical hook for the third one? It's going to be the Zoom. Whatever's on the Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three hundred songs. Oh, yes. that was the other cool. That was uh, the other cool thing in the ending was that he gets the Zoom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's that, right. And that was a the whole theater started laughing at that because yeah. those right. came out in like. I have a Zoom. If anyone needs or, that or yes. my mini disc player, yeah. I'll hook you guys up. And, yeah, because you can always get them repaired if they go out. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I wa- I actually didn't want it to be a Zune. I wanted it to be like a uh, another Walkman that they'd gotten at like a garage sale, mm-hmm. like a CD, like a the disc, no no the no disc an man. actual Walkman, Walkman. Walkman. Another tape yeah, one, yeah, a cassette one. I didn't want it to be a yeah. I wanted it to be a cassette player, but the Zune was a funny laugh, so I was like, mm, I, get it. Right, laugh. I get it. I get it. Zune got a good <laughs> laugh. Um, all right, Jackie Cation, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Show's coming up, your uh, podcast? I am. This will come out later, right? Yes. A couple Today? days. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm here in Los Angeles this week. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama next week doing the Birmingham Comedy Festival and then Bloomington doing the Comedy Attic the week after. Nice. What are the dates? At Jackie Cation. God knows. Okay. Uh, why, don't you, uh, why don't you go to JackieCation.com. Fair enough. And fucking look. <laughs> why don't you use Google Boom. and a fucking pen and paper? How's that sound? <laughs> Do you live in Bloomington? Why don't you look on their yeah, site? Yeah. Their site. <laughs> also, you and Lori will be at the uh, Los Angeles Podfest, Podcast Festival. Right. Yeah. Dork October Live Dork Forest and Live Jackie and Lori. How about it? By then, we will have learned how to record them. That'll be, uh, that'll be great. Better. We'll make sure it gets recorded correctly. I know you will. <laughs> Podcast festival is, you guys, this isn't a hobby. It, <laughs> it'll also be the first time that uh, Lori's ever been in the festival. First time that Lori and Jackie show's been in the Dork Forest has done it a bunch. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll be cool. So uh, go to LAPodcast.com. Also, um, you can... Uh, check out the Patreon. Check out the Patreon, guys. Mm-hmm. Support the show. 
Uh, Patreon.com slash Comedy Film Nerds. Yep. We're always looking for new patrons. We are always looking and for new patrons. And we're almost at our first goal of two spoiler eps a uh, month, so please get us there, and then we can concentrate on the other goals of growing the company. We need your help to do so. Let's. This is a partnership. Yes. So thanks for watching. Thank thanks you, so Jackie Cation. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks and thanks so much for the support, uh, especially all the people that have become patrons and supported the store. Much appreciated. Awesome. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember... Han shot first. first.